0: Hey y'all, it's Angela the Blah Blah blah. How's it going out there? Um, I guess everybody's probably getting ready for Christmas. Um, The day that this episode is published will be Christmas Eve. So, um, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff to you. Um, So, the last episode I was talking about, or rather, bitching about Daniel's addiction and how it's affected me. And I started thinking about that. <clears throat> that maybe I'm being a little selfish and maybe I'm expecting too much from the system and from an addict to get shit done, you know? So then I started thinking about, well, how dedicated am I to the cause? Like, instead of just laying everything in his lap and expecting him to do something very uncharacteristic of an addict, you know, I need to be more proactive. I need to be a bit more proactive in that, you know, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. So I took him today to try to get back in the homeward bound. And, um, he's still, he's not quite, they're not, it's not quite been the 30 days or whatever for him to be able to go back, uh, so he's probably gonna wait and go after Christmas because I think it's in the next two days or something like that and you know he wants to be out he doesn't want to be in there for Christmas I get that but I took him and I was you know went inside and I uh, actually one of his favorite counselors was outside going to his car and I talked with him for a little while and you know just kind of got the feel for everything instead of just dropping him off like I normally do um, you know I actually went inside and interacted with some of these people and when I take him the next time I'm going to go inside and I guess I'm just going to wait with him until they accept him because <clears throat> I mean I need to I'm, I, I'm invested in him as a person so I need to put forth more of an effort to you know help him make this happen I mean I get it he wants it but at the same time, you know, his addiction takes over his brain and, you know, and I'm not making excuses. I just know what it's like. If you've never experienced an addiction, especially one of this magnitude, like it's all consuming. You know, there's, there's no gray area. You want to do absolutely everything you can to not get sick. And for some reason, the fentanyl pills are worse than the heroin was because they, I mean, it's like he can't think of anything else. Like it, it's totally consuming his whole entire brain almost. And, I mean, he can't go anywhere without going to the bathroom for four hours, or, you know, falling asleep talking to you, or, or, you know, going to the bathroom and then falling out in the bathroom, and it's always some excuse, and, you know, I don't know if any of it's real anymore, or if it's just shit he makes up, I mean, I don't know, it doesn't really matter. It just means that, that if he's with me, I have to tell him, don't go into the bathroom, don't do this, I don't have time to wait for you for four hours to get your stuff done, or whatever it is you're doing in there. You know, and a lot of times he claims, oh, well, he's having trouble using the bathroom because of the drug, da-da-da-da-da. But every time, it's not like that every time. It can't be. And so, I don't know. I mean, and, you know, I've noticed, too, that he lies to me about stuff he doesn't have to lie to me about. I mean, I pretty much know everything, so there's no reason to make stuff up to me, you know? Like, I mean, maybe to other people I get that, which is still not good, but I understand that more than than him lying to me, you know? And I think he's just gotten so used to just lying about everything that it, it just comes second nature, and I hate that. hate that so much because that was the one thing that he always did was tell the absolute truth even if it got him in trouble that's how he's always been as a kid and everything and now he's just become somebody else and you know his counselor was talking about he don't worry mom he's a good man he's he's still good underneath it all and deep down inside you know you still got a good kid da 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 and I was like I know that but at the same time that's the kid I miss that's the one that that I want free from this evil you know like I can't I don't know how much longer I can sit by and just watch this stuff go down like I mean it's not a trigger for me it just breaks my heart it breaks my heart because I visit one kid in the cemetery and I don't want to visit two you know like I just I can't do it at all, I mean, they're just I can't do it. I mean, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so that's where we're at. I'm gonna take a little break. I'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. This is Angela, the blah blah blonde. Um, <clears throat> the prior segment, I was talking about, you know. Sorry, I'm driving. The prior segment, I was talking about, you know, doing everything I can to get this kid help. You know, putting, doing the work, doing the research, and doing all that, and you know, just trying to figure out the best place for him to go and all that. But I was talking to him, and I was asking him, you know, what are you gonna do? What do you, what do you want to do? And he's like, Well, I don't know, Mom. I don't know. And I told him, I said, Well, look. If you're not going to... If you're not going to take this seriously and you're not ready, then stop wasting everybody's time. Stop wasting everybody's time at the detox place. Stop wasting my time. Stop wasting dad's time. Like, stop wasting everybody's time and just get your... Figure your shit out, you know? But meanwhile, I'm about to set some real, real strict boundaries because I'm not going to keep watching him go through this. I love that we get to spend so much time together most of the time, but I hate... What I see, like it kills me. I mean, he doesn't weigh probably a hundred pounds. His face looks terrible. His anger is worse than ever. At times, you know, like that's what happens when you're you have an addiction. Your anger is the, is supposed to be a secondary emotion, but it pops up faster than anything and. You know, I'm just not, I'm not built for this. Like, I'm i am not giving up on him, and I'm not gonna stop loving him, but I don't have to watch him kill himself, and I told him that earlier. Like, I don't have to be a witness to this. This is your deal. You chose this. I mean, I, you know, and here's what I was thinking about at work. The, um, the book and the movie Beautiful Boy, with Nick Chef and his dad, David, I believe is his name, you know, and, and I read all of Nick Chef's books, you know, uh, about his addiction, and as hard as it is gonna be for me to have to do this, I have to do this. Because he's not going to, as long as he's around me and I see him all the time then I'll always feed him, or something, and, you know, and, really, it's honestly, it's, it's high time that he started figuring shit out for himself, like, I mean, like, with his car, you know, or with, with food, and, you know, I mean, he, he has no problem hustling up money, or some, or, or figuring out how to get drugs by getting drugs for somebody else, or whatever the case may be, so, you know, like... That's what they tell you in rehab. If you put as much effort into finding dope as you did into... If you put as much effort into getting clean as you did into finding dope, then you'd be fine. You know, like, that's the hard work. You're doing it every day. You're doing the hustle. If you just change your your goal and your focus and your target, then you'd be unstoppable. Like, unstoppable. So, you know... I know I'm going to cry about it later... But, I mean, honest to goodness, life is just too short. I can't. I just can't. I mean, my cousin's husband passed away last uh, two weeks ago, almost three. And then yesterday, uh, really good friends of mine, uh, basically married. You know, he found her collapsed in the hallway when he got home the other morning. and Yesterday morning. And she was 46 years old. 46. You know, like... I don't know how old my cousin's husband was, but I'm pretty sure he was younger than me. And I mean, I just can't keep worrying about this kid and him, you know, like whatever he's going to do, he's going to do. I can't fix this for him. And I know I keep preaching that so many times over and over on this podcast. And really, I'm just trying to convince myself more than anything, because I I'm just, you know, I don't want, it, I don't want it to ever, him to ever think that I gave up. I'm not giving up, but this is just killing me. And why should I have to witness his life choices, you know? I mean, if that means I don't see him for a day or two or a week or two or a month or two, then that's just what that is. I mean, I, you know, I hate that and I hope it doesn't come to that, but... I've got enough pl- on my plate right now without having to deal with his plate too that he chose and he chooses not to change it, you know, like, and, and that's what I, another thing I told him, I said, look, you know, do what you're going to do, do what you're going to do, D- decide, don't decide, you know, you don't know, you don't know, you're, you, you're not strong enough, whatever, whatever the, the excuse or, or, or whatever it is, whatever it may be that's holding you back whatever you're not done partying you know whatever it is just say that don't keep making me think you know okay he's gonna be serious this time okay he's gonna be serious this time I mean don't get me wrong when he goes I'll be his biggest fan and biggest cheerleader I'm gonna do that anyways but I just can't keep playing this game with him and I know like I know by the way he talks that he's so tired of his lifestyle but then at the same time he's not so I mean like okay look Christmas Eve, I'm going to volunteer at a shelter because it's going to, I mean, it's supposed to be 18 degrees tomorrow, you know, and colder carrying on. And I told him, I said, You want me to get information to find out how you can get in this shelter? He was like, No, I don't really like shelters. And I'm like, Why? And he was like, Oh, and I said, Well, you, you," I said, You want me to find out how to get in the shelter? I said, The only problem is you can't do your drugs there. And he was like, Yeah, I don't really want to go into a shelter. I don't really like shelters. Okay, so then I told him, I said, Okay, so if you're staying in my car, Here's what I, here's my thought that the cold weather and sleeping are already gonna lower your body temperature, lower your heart rate. I mean, lower your heart rate, and then the drug you do, your drug of choice, also lowers your heart rate. What then? You know, like what then? I mean, because I, I shouldn't have to find, come out to my car and find him expired. You know, like I mean, for lack of a better word, I mean. I, 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 But I can't put him out. I mean, I don't know. I just, I never, ever thought I would be in this situation. Not ever. And I know that my addiction affected a lot of people for a long time. I really, really do. But the one thing about it is is that my mother didn't actually witness it firsthand. She did to some degree, but I don't know. Maybe she did. She probably did right before I got married. I was 90-something pounds, so, yeah. Yeah, I guess she did, (laughs) now that I think about it wow. <sighs> I was 23. Mm. Yep. I mean, I was super skinny, like unhealthy skinny, like, and I thought I looked good. <laughs> I mean, I looked pretty in my wedding dress, but <laughs> it was a size like three or zero. It was probably a three or one, one or three. Cause I always had the boobs and I always had the butt, but I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I just keep praying. That's all I can do, you know. Meanwhile, I'm trying to just... Work sucks. I mean, it doesn't suck suck, but, you know, the way that we're treated is really fucked up. Excuse my French, but it's messed up. Like, it's, it's not good. It's not good at all. We're micro, micro, micromanaged with every little minute thing. Like, don't talk to this person. Don't do this. Stay out of their way. Stay over here. Do this. stay. You know, like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, like, every little thing. If if I'm in the bathroom too long, well, he's, like, banging on the wall. Are you okay? Are you okay? Like, come on, dude. I'm a grown-ass woman. I can manage to go to the bathroom by myself. Maybe I'm just taking a minute, taking a beat to regroup and figure out how not to just completely lose my shit and walk out of this place. You know, like... I don't know I know that I'm not I don't have as much stress as a lot of people, but I don't want any stress in my life like this is not I, I used to stress and worry about everything I mean everything things that didn't even weren't even mine to worry about and it took me a long time to get past that and just you know learn to give it to God and pray about it and just go move on. Because there's nothing, worrying about something that, that, you know, you're just wasting your time. Because it's probably not even going to happen at all. So, what's your point, you know? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But, I mean, I just, I'm not trying to pick up a whole bunch more stress in my life. I'm not doing it. So, anyways, I'm going to take a break. I'll be back. Hey, it's Angela the blah blah blonde. Welcome back. Um... There was something else that I, some notes that I wrote down for myself to, at work today to talk about, but I don't have my notes with me, so I guess I'm just going to wing it. Um, so Christmas Eve, I am going to, uh, go and volunteer at a shelter, um, for sure Christmas Eve night. I'm not sure what other nights, but, um, I'm not all sure exactly what that entails, but I guess I'll I gotta uh, read the email and stuff Uh, whenever I get somewhere where I have my glasses (laughs) I don't have my glasses right now either yeah ill prepared would be an understatement but I was just running out for a minute you know and anyways um so there's been a lot of people that have passed away that I know Um, a lot a lot lot and I mean it's never a good time for somebody to die but especially around the holidays you know like I don't know I just I feel for everyone that's going through such a tremendous loss I you know all of my loss mostly happened in July except for my brother which was in April but um, I just can't, you know, I already have such a hard time with the holidays. And I really, honest to goodness, I mean, my mother loved the holidays, so I don't really know what my problem has always been. But even before I lost anybody, the only time I remember liking the holidays is when I was a kid, whenever I was a teenager. I don't know, it just felt like a lot of pressure. And I didn't really have to do anything or or be anything or, you know, it just felt like... There was a lot of pressure because we... All the family would gather and... You know, when my family gathers, it's always a fight. Um, or it used to be always a fight. And... I don't know. and Then the older I got, the more... You know, then it was kids doing stuff with kids. And da-da-da-da-da and la de, da And, you know, so... That was hard sometimes. Um, and then after my mom died, then I just didn't care about Christmas at all. <laughs> I mean honest to goodness I just didn't even care about Christmas at all one year when she was still alive I was so depressed and I don't really even know why but I went to sleep and I just didn't wake up all day oh she was pissed off at me I mean bad 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 like so bad um and I told her I said well why didn't you I mean I was dressed ready for the day I was like why didn't you just come and wake me up and she's like well, you're grown. You should be able to take, you should be, you should know that that's it, that you're supposed to participate in family functions, La la la. Yeah, she was hella pissed. Um, <laughs> beyond pissed, like beyond. Um, But I don't really know why, <sighs> don't get me wrong, I love God and I love, you know, going to church on Christmas Eve and I love, I would love to go and sing carols or, or, uh, go look at Christmas lights, you know, like do all the Christmassy stuff. I've been watching Christmas movies. I've been trying to get into the spirit, but you know, on a, on a, on a personal level, I, I can't do it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not where I want to be in life. I mean, I, I'm a lot better than I was. Yes. I totally get that. But at the same time, you know, I don't have my own house. So I'm in the middle of of other people's traditions. And, you know, not that they they mind having me. I'm sure plenty of people have offered for me to come to their house for Christmas. It's not that. It's just, it's not my family. You know, like, it's not, not my people. And I didn't appreciate what I had when I had it. And, you know, so now here we sit. And so, yeah, I mean, I just... I just don't know what else it could be. I really don't. Like, I don't... I can't think of any other thing that... that I don't know. I'm just... Y'all know me. I'm just weird. Like, who knows what crawls at my butt and stays there, you know? Like, who could ever really say for sure? I mean, it may not even be anything deep-seated. It may just be that I'm just an asshole. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, honestly. So this year, I just figured, you know, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to go be of service somewhere else and and go from there and if i'm up all if i work all day christmas eve and then i'm up all night christmas eve night then i'll probably sleep all day christmas day and you know that'll just be what that is i mean we're off sunday and monday christmas day and the day after so you know i'll do what i can and just see what happens i mean i don't really expect to get any presents or you know anything like that and i mean I don't know. I'm, I mean, I might go out to fate with my cousins. I don't know. We'll just have to see. I uh, I can't really even just say, because I never know what I'm gonna how I'm gonna be feeling whenever that exact time comes. Like most of the time, I'll know. You know, yeah, I'm capable of doing that, or no, I don't think I can. This time, it's just you know, Thanksgiving was so good and so happy and and so family oriented with my ex, my outlaws. You know that. I I was really looking forward to Christmas, but then I started thinking about it, and once I started thinking about it, then it's like, it's... everything just snowballed from there, and you know, like, I don't know, oh, I just remembered what else I wanted to talk to y'all about, it was more stuff about work, so it doesn't even really matter, the bottom line is, is that I don't get paid very much money, it's more than zero, but you know, that I I promised myself I would stay through Valentine's Day, and then... By then, I should be able to go and do be a peer support counselor somewhere, or at least start trying to be. Um, The schooling is really only for for me to be able to bill Medicaid and Medicare, I think, or Medicaid for sure. So, I mean, I really it's not even a requirement. Um, It's just you know something good to have. But I have I have so much life experience that. The schooling is not even necessary because of all my life experience, uh, according to most most places that are hiring. So, you know, we'll just see what happens and go from there. Um, yeah, that's just pretty much it. I mean, I don't... I don't... Uh, I know that there's a lot of family stuff that goes on <clears throat> at the holidays that shouldn't go on ever, but it's just it's harder to take at the holidays. A lot of people, you know, just, I think they just intentionally be mean or, or, you know, withhold grandchildren or, or invite you to places that you have no business going with people that you never hardly see and that your kids don't even know, you know, just things like that. Like that's, you know, like I feel like sometimes people just try to force the issue when, and then once, once everybody complies, then they're going to sit there and trash half of the people that are there, and, you know, I mean, I'm just not down for that, I mean, there's so much drama and gossipy stuff that goes on at work, but it's a small company, and, you know, we kind of rag on each other, so I don't, try not to take it too seriously, but, you know, like, I mean, I feel like, I, I hope everyone knows that if there's a problem with me, you you come to me and tell me, I will tell you exactly what happened, if I can remember, and, and why I did what I did, because, you know, the other day there was an incident where um I did something a certain way and it was wrong but I my boss rushed me through it and then told me to just leave it leave it leave it like it is even though it was all jacked up and come and do something else and you know and then then they were then somebody was talking about me because of it you know I don't half ass my job I'm going to do what I'm told And I'm going to, you know, do it to the best of my ability unless I'm pulled off of it, then sent somewhere else, you know, because I specifically asked him, do you want me to straighten this up first because it's a mess? No, 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 just leave it. It'll be fine. Just leave it. Just leave it. It'll be fine. I need you up here. Blah, 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 blah. So that's what I did. And, and, And I come around the corner and I caught her talking about me and about that situation. And I just said, look, here's what happened. Like, you don't got to talk about me low and low under your breath. I'll tell you exactly what happened. And I didn't screw this up because of this and this and this. I'm not lazy. Uh, that, you know, th- I was told to leave it that way. And it really pissed me off. But, you know, I don't like to be talked about. Like, you can come to me with anything and, t- and say to my face, I may not like it, but I'm not going to lose my shit over it. You know, like, I'm a grown-up. I-, I would rather you come and talk to me like an adult... And let's figure out what happened, or whatever the case may be, and and move on like adults, you know? Like, I can't stand that petty bullshit second grade backstabbing, me, yeah, me, 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 backbiting. I, I hate that. I've always hated it. My whole family has always done that. There, My whole life, it's it's always been, somebody's always been in the hot seat, and somebody's always, then the whole rest of the family trashes them, and, you know, anybody that, that was on my mom's shit list, then everybody got on board with you know oh well, we're all mad at so and so because they did this and this and acted stupid you know just fucking talk to these people talk to them like a, an adult like a human being you know like i don't get that i mean my mother could talk to me and and tell me she was disappointed in me and reduce me to a, an inch tall you know drowning in my own puddle of tears i mean so Why, why didn't she give everyone else the common courtesy of doing the same thing, you know, and just talking to them and telling them, you know, look, what you're doing is messed up, you know? I mean, I get it, some of my family were in their addiction and maybe harder to talk to, but they didn't have any problem talking to us or stealing from us or whatever or whatever, you know? So, I don't know, I just, I just can't stand that petty stuff. It really, really drives me nuts. Um, and I find myself getting lured into it and I hate that. So I've been trying to get to where I'll just walk away, just walk away because I'm not going to be part of that because I don't like it and it's not right. Um, I did see that the Christmas Eve, um, the Christmas Eve, service that I want to go to I can go at three thirty or at 5 and so I think maybe that will fit into my schedule I have to see when I have to be at the shelter and I don't really know exactly what time we close on Christmas Eve if it was a normal Saturday it would be four um but from what I understand we <clears throat> we may be trying to leave early or, was, or we, in the past years we've left a little early or I don't know so I don't really know how that's going to go um And I haven't really even thought about New Year's or anything beyond beyond today, <laughs> honestly, or beyond Christmas Eve, really. Um, I want to wish everyone a Merry, Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and a Happy Holidays and Kwanzaa and whatever it is you celebrate. I hope it's amazing and that you get all that your heart desires and... You have a joyful time filled with family and love and, you know, hope and peace and all that. And um, I guess I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Love y'all.